Hey, welcome back everybody to the All That I Am podcast. I am your host, Lady Vivian Jacobs. This is season one and we are now on episode four already. So I want you to do me a favor while you're here, since you have joined us on this Thursday, on this Tuesday, Tuesday night. See, the holiday threw me off. Yesterday was the holiday. It is Tuesday. It is in the evening, at a little bit after 7.30 p.m. It is raining outside. So I hope you have your blanket, you have your tea, you have your pen, your uh, paper so that you can take some notes because this is going to be uh, an amazing episode on tonight. And so as you know, uh, this series actually uh, is entitled, Are You Really Wife Material? Are you really wife material? And this segment actually, or this episode more specifically, is entitled The Dilemma with Submission. The Dilemma with Submission. And so as most of you know, you all know how we do it. And so I definitely want to go ahead and jump right into our first segment before we dive into our topic. And I introduce our guest because I have an awesome guest that is going to share with us on tonight. And so the first segment uh, that we have uh, is She Did That. And this is the segment where we recognize a woman. And so, you know what? Before I get into that, how y'all doing? I'm jumping right into this. I usually ask, how is everybody doing? Let me get some hearts. How was your holiday? Did you get to relax a little bit? Did you get to kick back? I got to relax just a little bit, not enough. <laughs> Not as much as I wanted to relax for the holiday, but I did get a little bit because it was an extra day off of work and any extra day off of work is definitely appreciated. And so uh, how was you all's holiday? Did you cook? Did you cook? Did you barbecue? Today is raining. I know some of y'all probably in the bed. So I appreciate you all tuning in tonight. And so while you all are typing your comments, Oh, this is going to be good. Thank you so much for joining, everybody. Veronica, thank you for joining. Janaya, Kenya, yes. We all needed this day off. My mama is on. Hey, my sister Gertrude. Yes. Thank you all so much. Go ahead and share this live. Share this live. Invite a friend. Invite someone that desires marriage. Invite someone that is married. Go ahead and invite someone. And so I want to go ahead and jump right in now that I've actually done that. I want to go right in and jump into our first segment, which is she did that. And so I don't know if this person is on this live. And I actually, it, and a lot of times I do, of course, uh, but for this uh, more specifically, I actually pray to God for who he wanted me to recognize. Usually we accept submissions for this. And I did I did uh, get quite a few submissions, but I'll probably uh, do take one of those and uh, use it next time. But I actually just really felt led by God to uh, recognize this woman. Um, and I want someone to go ahead and to tag her uh, when I uh, mention her name, Sister Relinda McCoy. She did that. Sister Relinda, we love you. We love you. We recognize everything that you are doing. This woman of God, let me tell you, she has stepped out of safe and stepped into faith. She has stepped out of fear 
and stepped into faith. She has written her own book. She does these lives uh, called, I believe it's uh, Psalms of Her Emotions. Uh, that is the name of the book as well. But she has been uplifting, inspiring, and encouraging women on these lives consistently. Like she has been on there consistently every week encouraging women, spitting knowledge, an anointed woman of God, a woman of substance. So if you don't already, please go ahead and follow her. Somebody go ahead and tag her. Relinda McCoy, we see what you are doing. Keep soaring, keep impacting, keep going, keep building, keep doing everything that God has called you to do. And I just wanted to take this time out to recognize you because I actually was on one of her lives. I actually just kind of chimed in and listened in uh, as I got off work one day and it really blessed my life. It really blessed my life. And so I want you all to find her on Facebook, find her on Instagram. Her Instagram handle is on the screen and I want you to go and follow her and support her. It's nothing like women supporting women. I know we have a lot of women doing things, but we need to support and push one another. We really do. And, and it really goes a long way and it's much, much appreciated. And so Relinda, keep going. I don't care if you don't feel like it sometimes. If you feel discouraged, somebody needs to hear your voice. Somebody is being impacted. I was impacted by your life when I got on. So keep doing what you are doing. Do it and continue to do it with the boldness. We love you over here at the All That I Am podcast. And from your first lady, Lady Vivian Jacobs, we appreciate you. And so my next segment that I want to uh, jump into, and uh, this is one that has been uh, definitely hot. We've been getting so many uh, emails uh, and correspondences uh, for this specific topic. Um, and so this one is entitled, Let's Just Be Honest. And it's a segment where I can uh, be raw, I can be real and give my perspective uh, to questions that are submitted uh, or what I think, uh, you know, based upon uh, biblical grounds and then uh, just also personal experience. And so uh, something that was submitted I'm going to read it to you and you all know how we do. I want you all to chime in. I want you all to um, give me your comments on what you think about this. Okay. So let's just be honest. It says here, somebody submitted. It says, when is it okay for a woman to let her guards down and be, and be vulnerable with a man? At what point is it okay to show up without the makeup, without the front? And without the walls, ladies, I want to hear from you. Those that are on this live, when is it okay to let the guards down? For those of you that are married, when did you let your guard down? And for those of you that are dating, when do you feel that it's okay to let your guards down? And then this question even says, when is it okay to come without the makeup? <laughs> When is it okay to just take all the mask off, take that off and just come and be vulnerable? And so I see you all chiming in. Don't drop it. Stay lit, sis. Okay. Don't drop what? The makeup? <laughs> yes, you should always stay lit. But when do you feel most comfortable to come as your pure naked self? Because if you all get married, you know, they will see your pure naked self. <laughs> um, so when is that okay? 
And so as you all are chiming in, I don't want to spend too uh, much time on that. That's a good answer, Haley, when genuine friendship has been developed. Yeah. So what I was going to say is that you can't really put a time limit on it. It really is uh, from person to person. And for me, I can say it was when I felt safe with that person. Because let's just be honest, walls are built up because we feel like they protect us or we feel like we've been hurt before. And so coincidentally, we we build walls and sometimes we have those walls and don't even recognize and realize that we have those walls built. And we don't necessarily let those walls down until we feel like we can trust that person, until we feel safe with that person. And so I say to you, once you get to that point, once you get to that place, it is important to know that it's okay to be vulnerable. You do have to be careful when you are vulnerable and who you are vulnerable to. And, and even as I said, making sure that you can trust that person, you know, and making sure that relationship has built, been built and that you feel safe with that person. And so you wanna make sure that you are able to be your whole genuine authentic self. And guess what? The right one will accept you just as you are just as you are. And I'm not saying that you have to come on the first date and tell every single thing about yourself and not wear your makeup because you you still want to look good, you know, and, and most of us, we still look good without makeup. Uh, but, you know, some people don't feel comfortable with that, you know, so you just have to know uh, when it's that time for you and make sure you show up as your genuine, authentic self at all times outside of makeup. I'm talking about your personality, who you are. They want to know who the real you are. And so you don't want them to become in love with something that you are not. And when you do let that down and they feel like they've been deceived and they don't know this woman, who this Harpo? And so you want to make sure that you are being yourself. And then I want to say this, don't allow your past hurts to keep you from experiencing pure joy in God. Don't allow your past hurt because we can we can allow that to uh, you know cause us to be in a place where we keep those walls up and we don't really let people in the way that we should. Yes, be careful with who you let in and when you let them in, but you want to make sure that once you get to that place where you do feel like you can trust them, that you do show your true authentic self and you do let those walls down where you can be vulnerable and you can really get to know that person and embrace that person and maybe build upon a, a, a promising future. All right. So that's my take on the let's just be honest segment. I hope that you all were helped with that. Let me see what I have in the comments. Okay. When you know for sure that you're comfortable enough with that person, I think it definitely depends on the level of trust. So basically along the same lines as what I have already uh, said. So thank you all so much uh, for chiming in on that topic. And even as I've said before, anything that you want to know my perspective on or you want a little bit more clarity on, please go to my website. And there is a, a, a session, a section where you can submit that. I can't talk today where you can submit uh, any hot topics and you can also nominate a person for the she did that. And so, again, for some of you that just may have tuned in, Rolinda McCoy, we recognize you on today. We say we love you. We say keep doing it, girl. Keep growing, keep building. And then also for the hot topics, make sure you stop by the website and you submit that as well. All right. So without any further ado, there has been so much talk about this topic, this topic on submission. 
there's been a lot of talk on this topic, uh, a lot of chit chatter. I've been getting a lot of inbox messages, you know, and questions as it relates to the topic. And so I'm excited to jump into the topic uh, and, and keep in mind uh, the main title for this series is because we'll have more than one episode on this, but it's, are you really wife material? Because let me just say this, I do have a guest that I'm going to introduce, but before I do that, don't become, you know, so bogged down and so engaged with what you see other people doing and you want that for you right away right now and you may not even be ready for it. And so you want to make sure that you are ready for what you're asking God for. Okay. And so, I mean, I know we've been seeing a lot of engagements up and down our timeline and praise God for that. A lot of weddings, praise God. This is a happy, joyous season. And I pray that it continues, but I want you to know what you're getting yourself in. Marriage is a good thing. It definitely is a good thing. I'm not saying that it's it's a bad thing because it's in no way uh, a bad thing. It's meant to be a good thing, I should say. And so I want you to uh, tune in with those listening ears, uh, just to kind of know how you can be helped uh, in, in your understanding of what marriage is and what is expected of a wife. Because you, you, you can see you know, what it looks like and you want to desire it for yourself and you don't even know everything that goes into play with it. And so we want to kind of deal with that on tonight and we're going to talk about submission. And so my special guest that I want to uh, introduce here uh, is Lady Delisa Flanagan. Woman of God is a mother. She is a wife. She is a preacher. She is a first lady. She can tell you a little bit more about herself. I want her to just take this opportunity now just to uh, let you all know a little bit more about herself and then we'll jump right into our topic. Hey y'all, first off, shout out to Lady V. Thank you so much for the invite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited uh, to be here, uh, to be a part of this podcast, especially for this topic. Anybody that knows me knows I love, um, I love the topic of marriage. I love the topic of um, husbands and wives and things of that nature. Not to say that I know it all, but I, I think I can. I, I got a little bit, a little bit to say. Um, I've been married for nine years. Well, it'll be nine years um, October seventh, and in, in less than a month, um, we have two beautiful daughters. Um, and that's about it. He he's a pastor. I didn't marry him as a pastor. He became a pastor, but he's okay. a pastor. <laughs> okay. All right, that's um, but 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 that's it. That's all. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome. Thank you so much for accepting our invitation. I'm excited about this conversation. Um, and so I want to go ahead and uh, give this uh, scripture reference. As you, most of you all know that have tuned into my lives, I like to give a biblical grounds for what I'm talking about. And so uh, Ephesians 5, 22 through 24, we're going to jump right into uh, our subject, our topic at hand, uh, the dilemma with submission. Okay. And so uh, the verse reads, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husband. Oh, your own husband. <laughs> There's a lot right there. As unto the Lord, for the mm -hmm. husband is the head of the wife, even mm -hmm. as Christ is the head of the church, and he mm -hmm. is the savior of the body. Mm -hmm. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, 
So let the wives be to their own husbands in everything, in everything. everything. Not in some things, but in everything. Everything, so Lord we have mercy. We to deal with that. We are going to talk about that because let's just be honest, that's not always easy, especially mm -hmm. when you have a very opinionated woman, which I happen to be that type of person. <laughs> Um, a, a strong woman, you know, it, it, mm -hmm. it definitely is not easy. And in this day and age, uh, being submissive is not always looked at as a good thing. It, mm -hmm. it, it, it it's a curse word. Yeah, connected to it. It, mm -hmm. it is basically a curse word. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Stop saying that. Mm -hmm. And so I want to give King James uh, Dictionary uh, definition of submit. It says to yield one's person to the power of another, to give mm -hmm. up resistance, to yield without murmuring, without murmuring. And so Facebook Live, I want you all to chime in right now before we jump into the conversation. What does submission look like? And even aside from the uh, definition that I gave, what comes to your mind when you hear submission? What do you think about? What do you think about? Whoo, here we go. Yes. Right. So, <laughs> let's get it. Talk about it. If you all are just now coming in, go ahead and invite somebody to this live because it is about to get good, good, good. And so what do you all think about? While you all are typing, because I don't have a whole lot of time to wait, but I'm going to go back and look. I want you all to type what you think about when the uh, word submission comes to your mind. And so submission uh, basically is a woman's cooperation without resistance. That's good. I like that definition. Without resistance. And guess what else? Without argument or complaining. Mm. We do that last word a lot. Even if what? we don't out loud we do that last word we might do it to our girlfriends or Listen. our parents we you know we do that last word a lot and so submission mm -hmm. and hear this i'm talking about a godly marriage make it plain operation without resistance argument or complaining what submission is not though submission mm -hmm. is not meaning that you are a doormat it doesn't mean mm. that you are inferior. It doesn't yes. mean that you are weak or you don't have a brain or you can't think for yourself or you can't speak for yourself. It doesn't mean that you should live and act in fear. Yeah, That's not what submission means. That's not what we're talking about. And let me go ahead and give this disclaimer as well. If you are being verbally, emotionally, physically, or sexually abused, you need to seek help. I'm not giving Absolutely. any advice, any way yep. for you to submit to that type of authority because Absolutely. your safety comes first. All right. I just wanted to put that out there because <laughs> you never know what's going on behind closed doors in people's homes. But let's just talk about submission and why we should submit as wives, why we should submit. We should submit because it is the order of God. It yes. is the way that God designed marriage to be. God, husband, and the wife. There should only be one head in the household, which is your husband. Of course, his head is God. 
Your head is your husband. And so as he submits to God, you submit unto your husband. All right. A wife is to respect her husband. And the husband is to love his wife like Christ loved the church. The Bible never tells or never says that the husband, that the wife is to love the husband. But it says that the husband is to love the wife. Now, of course, we love our husbands. But above all, the main priority and what is definitely needed and necessary in marriage is for the woman to respect her husband. And in submission, you are showing your respect to your husband. If he's not respected anywhere else, come on, respected in home. Know that he is the king of that throne. And we're going to get into all the other details because I know you're saying, but, 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 but if he is respected nowhere else, he should be respected in his home. A man cannot rule where he is not respected. That's good. He cannot rule where he's not respected. And the love that the husband provides to his wife, it makes her want to submit. Now, what we're going to deal with is if you feel that that love is lacking, I said it makes her want to submit. It makes it easier for her to submit, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that if you're not getting that the way that you think you should, that it makes your duty to submit null and void. It doesn't. Mm. It doesn't. And so I have a question that I'm going to ask my guests, but before I ask her that single women, If you can't see yourself submitting under a man, you are not ready for marriage. You're not. I'm going to tell you that right now. I don't care how many weddings you see on your timeline. I don't see how many times you've got marriage prophesied to you. I don't care how much you read about it. Now they got these challenges where you pray for your future husband. I don't care how much you do that. If you are not ready to submit or you cannot see yourself submitting to a man who would be your husband, as he submits to God, then you are not ready for marriage. Stay single. You're not ready for it, sis. You're not. (laughs) I don't care how you look at it. So until you are, until because we we have this in our mind, and sometimes it's because it's what we've seen in our family, you know, Mm -hmm. or it's the example we've seen or the negative connotation that comes along with it. And so what I want to say to you single women, I'm not talking to you married women yet because y'all have made y'all choice already. We made our choice. <laughs> the dilemma with submission. <laughs> there is a dilemma that comes along with it. And so you single women, while you mm. are dating, let me let me ask my guest this question first. Uh-oh. I'm a little bit too much. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna come back and add to it. But I want to ask you. So let's just go here first. Mm-hmm. Since I address the single women, what would you say helped you to know that your husband was the one? We get that question all the time. How did Mm -hmm. you know he was the one? In fact, somebody asked me that question last week. How did you know that Bishop Brandon (laughs) was the one for you? How did you know your husband was the one? 
Well, I knew uh, Flanagan was the one because he was something that I have never experienced before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was he was something out of the ordinary. And believe it or not, he was something that I didn't want. Mm. Right. <laughs> he was That's something good. that I didn't want, but being everything that I needed. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, so he was, sometimes we he don't was, know what we need. Listen, we don't know what I, we need. We only you know, see so, what we don't. And the icing on the cake for me was, um, I remember one day, um, uh, we, were, we were probably dating like six or seven months into the game, and he just, we were coming home from a date, he was dropping me back off at home, we were in front of my parents' house, I'll never forget it, and bro may have the nerve to ask me, he said, or yeah, he said, what's the worst thing about you. He said, tell me the worst thing about you. And I said, well, this is about to be the end of this love relationship. <laughs> and so <laughs> so I, I I don't know what what made me just go ahead and just, just tell him. And yeah. not even, so I thought it was the end, but of course we kept going and not even moments or months later, he proposed. So wow. I said, even to go back to the scripture where it says that, you know, our husbands are to love us as Christ loved the church. You got to think about it. Christ loves the church the way he loves us. He's kind. He's forgiven. Uh, he has long suffering. He's gracious. So back then I didn't understand it. But now I know it now that even how he seen me at my most vulnerable stage and mm -hmm. how I was able to release to him. And he still was kind to me. He still loved me. He still was long suffering. He was still gracious. So, yeah, I knew Brother Man was the one. <laughs> 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 yes, that's good. I love that. I love that. I know for me, um, one of the things that I that made me know that my husband was the one uh, is because I felt safe with him. That's good. I felt I felt safe with him, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I also could see him leading me. That's good. I could see him being the leader of my home. Hmm. No, I didn't know everything about him. But when you date someone, there are some things that they just cannot hide and that you see while you're dating, right? Right. So uh, during that courting season, that's what it's for so, so that you can begin mm -hmm. to know more about that person. And so I could see myself with someone like him or with him because I felt safe with him. I felt secure with him and I could see him leading me. That's good. And even as I said to the single women, if you cannot see yourself submitting to the man that you're dating, yeah. if you cannot, if you don't feel safe with that person or you don't feel that you can trust them to lead you in the right direction. Now, mm -hmm. yes, they will make mistakes because we all make mistakes. Mm -hmm. But if you Certainly. can see yourself submitting to that person and that person leading you, then I, you may need to rethink it. I, I mean, exactly. it's a whole lot of confusion. Now, yep. I'm, I'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade. I'm, I'm talking to those that are single right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. and so every strong woman needs a stronger man. And I've said this in a previous podcast. You need a stronger man, a man stronger than you. I mean... Yeah, you, you definitely need someone <laughs> that can lead you, that can tell you to sit down and shut up and yes. be quiet. Not, not yes. in that type of way, an abusive way, but right. I'm someone that can take authority. Yes. Ma marry someone that you can look up to. Yes. And so now if you're already married, 
and this is not the case, you don't have permission to just leave. If he's not telling you to do things that are outside of the will of God, then you don't have permission to just leave. And even as I said, they're not going to do everything right. So they are going I to make <laughs> And even as I, I think I put a post up that said, if you disagree, do you still have to submit as the wife? Yes, you do. Absolutely. Yes, you do, because you're not going to agree with everything. And you are not always right. Your view is not always the right view. No. And so I, I, you have to make sure you evaluate those things and don't just jump into stuff because of how it looks and how you think it may feel. And we have this movement now with all these strong women and this women empowerment, and it's all great, but you have to know when to put that down. You have to know when to put that on the back burner. Okay, you may be a boss in the in ministry and marketplace, but when you come home to daddy or to your husband, Listen, or to come, my on. Lord, come on, <laughs> when you come home, you have to you know, know how to let him lead. You have to yes. take the boss hat off. You have to yes. know how to stroke his ego. Men like to have their ego stroke. Wouldn't you agree? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. They love to have their ego stroke. You got to let him know that you are proud to be his wife. Absolutely. You have to. You have to let him know he's doing a good job, even though he may not be doing a good job in everything. But in, mm. in some things, you have to be able to recognize what he is doing a good job in yes. and compliment him on that and not absolutely. focus on the negative, not focus on the bad. What is he doing right? You have to learn to speak to the king in him. That's good. And so even as I said before, and I'm going to let you chime in on this one, because we're all human and we're all striving for perfection. But as long as we're here, we are not perfect. And so I we make some mistakes. And guess what? Mm -hmm. Our husbands are going to make some bad decisions. Absolutely. They're going to make some <laughs> bad decisions. So can you give me an example or uh, whatever, however you want to chime in on this, you know, a particular question, give us an mm -hmm. example on how it made it difficult for you to submit in this area if, you know, if there, where he may have made a, a bad decision. So, so such as you've already stated, Lady V, that none of us are perfect and our husbands, they're not perfect as, as, as much as we try to portray them to be. Come on, let's be real. They are far from perfect. They, they're still humans. And then they're a man above all. So my thing is, and I, as I sit here and think about it, when, when, when does he not make bad decisions? You know, just the littlest things from him picking his beard and leaving all the hair on the sink that drives me crazy from spending <laughs> too much money to let me spend too much money. It's, it's yeah. I mean, and the list can go on and on and on, but we have to decide. It just depends on my commitment is to him regardless, but yeah. above all my, my commitment is to God. And I yeah. made my vow to God. And I tell people all the time, J.R. Flanagan is my assignment. God gifted him to me. You know what I mean? So that, so I have to complete that assignment by any means necessary. I don't care what no mama say. I don't care what no daddy say. I don't care what no baby mama say, no sister, no brother. I have to complete that assignment, even when he makes a bad decision. So this is what I do. Just like if I'm gifted something, if I'm gifted a gift or anything like that, most gifts comes with a gift receipt. So that way, if it's something wrong with it, what I, I, what I can do is take it back to the place where I got it from. What I can do is take it back to the maker, to the creator of it. So because That's my good. husband That's was good. gifted to me, when bro man make bad decisions, when he does things that I don't like, because he was gifted to me from God, 
Yeah. I take homeboy right back to the maker. I take him right back to the person yeah. that gifted him to me. And I said, this your homeboy. Come on, you gave me this assignment, <laughs> so you fix him. Come on, so it's, it's a little malfunction in there somewhere. So you fix it, and then you, you send him on back my way. So it's so some arguments, I don't even open my mouth, at least not to him. Come on. Yeah. But I go into my closet, yeah. I let God have it. I let God have it. So that that's why. So, so even, even, even when I can't, when I, when I can't release to him, I definitely can release to God and take brown man back to his maker. So that's that's how I handle, you know, even the bad decisions that he, yeah. he made. Yeah, that is so good. Like, I mean, you said a whole lot, and I definitely agree with everything that you said. <laughs> is yeah. your husband is your assignment, That's and my week you should be looking for ways Absolutely. to make that weakness a strength because Certainly. you all are one. And so, where yep. he lacks, you need to be figuring out a way uh, yes. to, you know, employ that weakness. And so mm -hmm. I want to give this testimony. Uh, I think my husband is on this live. He uh, I, he don't know I'm about to share this, but this is uh -oh. many moons ago when we first got <laughs> married. But um, I, I want to say this before I give that. And so even as you said, uh, if, you know, in the uh, event where they make bad decisions because they are, we must still respect his position. Absolutely. Absolutely. We still Listen. have to respect his position as our husband. Yes. Even yeah. if you don't really agree with the decisions that he ma he's made, mm -hmm. I still respect your position as my yes. husband, right? Yes. And so Absolutely. we may not agree with some of the laws. We may not agree with some of the things that the president of the United States does. We may not agree with what the judge may do. You may not even agree with some of the things that your boss do on your job. But at the end yeah. of the day, you have to respect it because you have to respect their position. And it's yeah. not that you can't disagree. Yes. But you have to make sure that your disagreement doesn't turn into you dishonoring uh, your that's husband. Good. That's so good. You Absolutely. Sure that your disagreement doesn't turn into dishonor or disrespect. Yes. I want, to give up, I want to give up a specific Come example on. because <laughs> when we first got married, uh, <laughs> when we first got married, uh, you know, we were trying to still figure out like who was going to pay what bills. And I don't mm -hmm. think at that point we had one account yet. Maybe we were trying to get there. Um, but we do believe that everything should be one. Um, so yeah. we believe that our account should be one. We've gotten to that point now. Uh, we've been there for some time. But in the very beginning, it was a little difficult for me because, you know, um, I made my money and he made his money. And both of us, you know, we were doing pretty good for ourselves. And so it was it was a little difficult. So we were trying to divide up, you know, the responsibilities. And one of his responsibilities was NIPSCO, right? So he mm -hmm. was supposed to pay the NIPSCO bill for, for my Chicago folk, that's ComEd. Okay. For Indiana, NIPSCO, that's for your lights. So he had one job. One. <laughs> <laughs> one job, right? <laughs> Got a disconnection notice. Uh-oh. This man, not that we didn't have the money, but he forgot to pay the light bill. I'm coming home and we ain't got no lights. Mm -mm -mm. Oh my goodness. I could have flipped. I could have flipped. Go ahead and log off, husband, if you on here. Go ahead and log <laughs> off. But <laughs> I could have flipped. I don't think we ever told anybody that. And then yeah. you 
to pay like this astronomical amount for them to come back yeah. out and reconnect. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? I waited until I got married for this to happen. No. <laughs> I said, I'd rather have bad times I still with you. <laughs> that you know what? I had to realize that he was not good at that with administration as far as you know, bills getting paid. That's my strong suit. And so from that point on. You give all money to mama and mama's going to pay all the bills, right? Oh, that's right. Come and on we ain't here. had a light shut off since. Praise the Lord. That's all right. <laughs> but even with that, Lady D, and what I love to tell people all the time, see, for you, you're good at that. Me, Bishop, I feel you. I, I feel your pain. You, I ain't got that in me. I don't, I, I don't want I just told I just told my husband the other day, and I was just sitting here trying to clean up, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot to give him this. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot." See, so even I tell I tell my young wives all the time, "Listen, I can lead you, but at the end of the day, do what's good for your house." So, Lady B, you you pay them bills and make sure they get paid on time. But as for me in this house, I gotta give them the brother Flanagan because I'm being the dark with Bishop. You hear me? <laughs> but you know what? It's good that you know that. <laughs> And yes. you're honest with yourself about mm -hmm. that. And I you're not ashamed because I'm the wife. I have to yes. do this. Not at all. You, know, nope. you have to know your strengths. Mm -hmm. You have to know yes. your weaknesses, you know, so that y'all don't end up in the situation where we are, where we were. Yes. But praise God, we have it all in line and in order. And we understand. Are we all right? And Absolutely. that's what works for us. That's what that works, works for yes. us. Yes. Yes. So you, that's no. good that you brought that out. You have to know what works for you. And yes. so, I mean, you got to know, you got to know, and for you real. have to have those conversations where you can sit down and you can talk about that, mm -hmm. you know, and then you have to make sure that even when a mistake is made, you're not throwing it in his face. Now, or he I told you so. If you just gave it to me and let mm -hmm. me pay it and let me do this, see, you'll never do nothing right. You know, you this talking and we complain. Yes, I'm down, and this is supposed to be your man. This is your yes. husband, and yes. you're tearing him down instead of building mm -hmm. him up. Yes, he made a mistake, but we all make mistakes and keep on all living. The time. More. We're gonna make some more. That's the truth. And more. I always, even with that though, I feel like it's the presentation also, sis. Because I yeah. tell people all the time, and and what's funny is him and I. That was one of our one of our hard um, struggles when we first got married. Um, because he was just so he, he. Well, that's a different topic for a different day. But when it comes down to using his words lightly, like I'm, I'm just a sensitive little teddy bear. So sometimes I, that's how I need you to communicate with me. So it, it's a difference with me telling. It's a difference with you telling me something and putting it on a silver platter versus telling me that same thing and putting it on a garbage can. You yeah. know what I mean? So sometimes yeah. we we got to be careful on how we deliver to our husbands and our kings. So that yeah. was a good point, Alphonsus. You're absolutely right. It's everything. It's everything, Delivery for is real. It's so important. Sometimes yes. you can be saying the wrong thing and you deliver it the right way and it still get received. You have to yes. make sure that the way that you deliver it 
You deliver it because you can respectfully disagree. As I said, it doesn't mean you don't have a brain. You know, you can respectfully disagree, but it's in the way that you do it. It's in the way that you do it. And so nobody's saying that you have to agree with everything that your husband says. And then Mm -hmm. you have to know where to disagree. You don't disagree with your husband in front of other people. And not at all. No, you, this is behind closed doors where you're talking to him, you know, and you're saying it in a loving and respectful way because you want to see him make the best decisions and you want the best for your marriage, you know, so it's all in, in, in how you say it and where Mm -hmm. you say it. You can't be out at the restaurant and out with your friends and you putting him on front street. He's not going to appreciate that. And guess what? He's not going to receive it. He's not going to save it. <laughs> and so I want to move right into our next one because we can stay there all day long because, Seriously. yeah, yeah, we can stay on that point all day long, but we, we got to move on because we got a whole lot more to unpack. Okay. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go. Yes. And so uh, the next thing that I want to talk about, because in, in, in understanding uh, submission, there are certain things uh, that that women say, uh, as I was studying this, uh, several things that women say they need. And and me, I can mm-hmm. say even a, a woman needs, you know, it's not to say that if you don't get this means that you should not submit. I'm not saying right. that. But when mm-hmm. you have those things, it makes it a little bit easier for you to submit. And so one of the things that I want to talk about is strong, consistent leadership. A woman needs strong, consistent leadership. Absolutely. And so I want you to chime in on this. Why is that so important in a marriage? And that's why I said for a strong woman, you need an even stronger man. So why is strong, consistent leadership important? Because I looked at it like this, and I, I I even asked my husband that. I said, "Why do you why do you think um, leadership when it comes down to women is important?" So I went the Adam and Eve route. And of course, him and I, we went back and forth with that. He said, no, Adam was present. (laughs) She just did what she wanted to do. (laughs) But why, though? But why, though? Adam was present. Yeah. (laughs) Why? He said, said, make sure I have my ear pods for that. (laughs) We can argue that one. (laughs) No, but in in all seriousness, though. But I can use that as an example because it is seriously important and many other examples throughout the Bible in the world. I don't care how big. I don't care how many bills you paying. I don't care how if a man walk in here you still can take care of yourself all of that's wonderful i'm proud of you sis but still yeah. at the end of the day a strong leadership is important if you go to matthew 7 and and read it i think it's matthew 7 and 24 and it talks about how a man builds his house on the rock and when he builds his house on the rock when the storm comes it can't waver so important leadership yeah. in a marriage is like an anchor come on when the lights get cut off because you forgot to pay the bill yeah. or when when homegirl is stuck at school because you forgot to pick her up you didn't know what time she was this true stories you know what time she got to school you know when when storms come when you got when you forgot that you couldn't park outside and the car got booted things of that nature we can still stand and we can be anchored because he has built our house yeah on the rock you know, that's so I good. think that's why that's why strong yeah. leadership is important for things of that nature. And that's just one of them. Yeah. 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 
That's real good. Um, and yeah. Women, and for the most, so, so like for my single independent women, uh, yes. you're so used to doing things on your mm -hmm. own and you're so yes. used to taking care of things. And so when you get married, you know, it's a bonus to have, you know, Absolutely. someone there that can, can assist with that and that can take lead because you've mm -hmm. been so used to taking lead in your own life. And when you get married, yep. You expect, you know, that man to be able to take that lead. You expect that you can trust his leadership. Absolutely. You know, and trust him to lead you. And that's why I said to my single women, you know, you want to make sure that you're marrying someone that you can trust to lead you. You Absolutely. know, not only do they come to church, but do they have a relationship with God? You yeah. know, what is their discernment like? You know, what, what is their track record? You need to know a little bit more about these people, you know, these men before you jump into marriage. And I'm not saying that you're going to know everything, but can you trust his leadership? What is he showing you now while you're dating? You know, yeah. and, and even as I said, I'm not giving anybody, you know, the past that's already married. If you feel like you don't have this to just right. your marriage, I'm not saying that you, because you should not, you should not. Because the vows say for better or for worse, you know, so even in worse times where he may not be where you want him to be in God, but you married him. Maybe both of you were not saved or or as passionate in God as you are now. And maybe you're a little bit more passionate than he is. But you got to keep praying yeah. for him. You yeah. have to keep praying but for him. You have to keep him before God. And even as you yeah. already mentioned, you know, that's God's man. You know, give him back mm -hmm. to God. You know, and we try yes, we try and take control and put it in our hands and do it, but we cannot. We cannot. Mm -hmm. You know, and even nope. if we feel that they lack that, and 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 us women really have to be careful with this, because you have to make sure that you don't emasculate your man. Come your on. Yeah. You have to make sure you don't emasculate him. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about in public and in private. You yes. have to show him that you trust his leadership and not just tell him, you know, and, and maybe he hasn't proven his, himself all the time and he's fallen short. But guess what? You still have to trust God that he's going to lead him and that he's going to come through, you know, yeah. and he's going to begin to be a little bit more passionate, you know, or be mm -hmm. as passionate or if not more than you are. The number yes. Way, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you, go ahead. No, the number one, number one way <laughs> that women disrespect men is that that women we disrespect our husband is by our tongue. Whoa, by I our tongue. That's that's the strongest. That's the sharpest. It's, the strongest. it's what yes. you say, and even as you said, and it's how we say it. Yes, we can tear them down because women, we we quick with our words. That's the truth. <laughs> we quick with them words. We can cut it, tear it down real quick. You know, and some of us take pride in that, but at the whole time, you're emasculating your man. You know, and he needs to feel like a man. You Absolutely. need to stroke that ego because guess yeah. what? If you ain't stroking it, sister girl over there gonna stroke it. Come on, that's all I'm trying but to say. She's gonna stroke it right over there. She's gonna be looking to see. Yes. Oh, you see that? Yes, come on. Y'all think I'm playing, but this and this they, they don't want to be real. Take that mask. Y'all don't want to be. This is a candid conversation. That <laughs> we trying to be real, we trying to help. Come on, because I've been there. Let me just be honest. I've been there. Not where I emasculated, but where I would disagree in public because I'm a very outspoken. And most people that I'm not 
I'm a little shy, but once I get comfortable, and, and of course with my husband, you don't think I'm shy? I'm a little shy. I am shy. I am. But I, uh, I have a brain, okay? And my brain works very good. You know, um, and and I can think for myself, but I have to trust my husband to lead me and I trust his leadership. And even when I disagree with him, I'm not going to do it in public because I've done that before. You know, and the Holy Spirit convicted me like, what are you doing, sis? What do you, you, you can't be doing this. Absolutely. You know, the greatest way that we disrespect our husbands and emasculate them is with our tongue and nagging. Constantly nagging. And we already know what the Bible says about nagging. A husband on, he rather, be- rather sit on a rooftop of his home oh, in the yeah. corner in the house. Yes. in the house with a nagging, evil, contentious woman. That's you in the world. He, yes. he wants to feel that that is his safe haven. And yes. I know you have things that you want to complain about and, and valid reasons. But you've been complaining for so long and it ain't got you nowhere. He heard you. He heard you. And and, and it hasn't gotten you anywhere. I've learned to stop complaining about the same things. Mm -hmm. Stop complaining about the same things. Take it to God and pray. You stated your case. You stated it respectfully. And you stated it with honor. You know, and, and maybe he's not receptive to it. Leave it alone. Let it go. Stop letting it stress you out. Because Absolutely. your nagging is not doing, it's not working. And then yep. the scripture in Proverbs 27, 15, it says a nagging wife is like the dripping of a leaky roof in a rainstorm. Keeps dripping, dripping, dripping every second. Keeps nagging, 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 saying something about this, saying yep. something about that, complaining about this, complaining about mm-hmm. that. When I have found myself there in the past, let's just be honest. I had to go to God in prayer. I had to pray. Yeah. Like, why, why am I doing this? Like, because this ain't even me. Like, of course, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what God had to help me with, let me just be honest, is because I'm not good with keeping things in. And I have okay. to let you know, I had to let it out and let you know, like, I didn't like this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a very good communicator. I'm an effective communicator. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I can overly communicate. And so I had to learn, you know, what to say. And what yeah. not to say, when yeah. to say it and when to shut up, when to be quiet. I had yeah. to learn that that was not easy for me. That was not, oh, and it's so, still not easy sometimes. So I had to pray about that and God is still helping me with that. I'm with it. <laughs> my sis, you're not, you're not the only one. That was one of our, that was one of our hardest things, especially um, uh, in the beginning of our marriage was that I, it was, it was so easy for me to, just cut him off. It was it was so easy for me to belittle him. Let's let's just be real in, in, in front of people. But what I didn't realize, check this out, and I'm about to lose some friends, but I still love y'all. What I did not realize is that while I was belittling him in public, it was making me look ugly. Ah, come wow. on. So while yeah. we're sitting there trying to check him, oh, I'm gonna check him. He ain't gonna run me, whatever, whatever. Sis, yeah. it's making you look ugly. You you cannot do that. You and what happens is, is that when you bring honor and glory to your husband, you bring an honor and glory to yourself. So yeah. the moment we out acting a fool and you know thinking we got to check our husbands and things of that nature, you you really bring an ugly ugliness to yourself. And then even when you mentioned um, when it comes down to uh, respecting our husband at all costs, 
let me tell you something. When me and my husband, we were engaged, he had a really good job. God was blessing us. He left Rockford. He moved to Chicago. We went and found us a little apartment in Half Park. We was doing a doggone thing. But not even a week before our wedding, Lady V, he lost his job. So you mean to tell me that going into my marriage, I'm about to marry a man who's jobless? What? And you still want me to submit and commit to him? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Why? Because I know I trust his leadership. We talked yes. about that. I trust his leadership. And then I knew the man that I was marrying. I knew that he wasn't a lazy bum who was just going to drop me off at work, go back home, play the video game. Come on. And then I still yes. allowed him to lead. See, some of our men won't lead because we won't allow them to lead. You're trying to take that position. You trying to be the, the bullhead and the bulldog and say I can do it. No. Sit down. Even I don't care if you are make up. Oh, how about that Holy Spirit? Even if you are making more money than he is. Oh. Come on. <laughs> he is still the leader and the head of that home regardless. So you have to learn how to still respect his position even 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 when you don't when you don't feel like you re you respect his choice and things of that mm -hmm. nature. So Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's 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 yeah. good. <laughs> um, and 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 so uh, I wanna I wanna uh, jump upon uh, this this next point, um, dealing with uh, support. Okay, mm -hmm. one of the things that uh, a woman needs or a woman desires and wants uh, from her husband is support. Absolutely, the support of the husband to the wife it definitely makes it easier to submit, right? Um, it doesn't say that if you don't have that support, and I keep going back here because we like to go tip for that. Well, if you're not doing this, well, I'm not going to do that. Sometimes mm -hmm. you have to be a wife even when you feel he's not being a husband. Come on. A husband that you feel like he should be. Mm -hmm. So a woman wants to be supported and, and also the man needs to be supported, you know, and does and needs to know that his wife is there supports his decisions even when she doesn't agree with them or even yeah. when he doesn't understand them even when she doesn't understand them mm -hmm. you still have to support your husband and even as i said it's nothing wrong with respectfully disagreeing and giving opinion you know mm -hmm. but you should be your husband's number one supporter you know pray you know support in the home and in and, and everything that you're doing whatever he needs and even as i said um with with whatever his uh weaknesses may be i'm sorry whatever his uh weaknesses may be uh we 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 have to make sure that we cover we have to make sure that we cover our spouses uh, and that Absolutely. they cover us uh, as well. Um, but, mm -hmm. but we're going to talk a little bit more about that next week because we're still going to be dealing with marriage uh, next week. But I just wanted to touch upon that just a little bit. Um, but we have to make sure that um, uh, even in, in this whole submission thing, that we are supportive, you know, um, and, and even as I said, because sometimes it takes husbands a little bit longer to get there than it takes the woman to get there. Right, absolutely. Up on certain things, you know, it, it it may take the man a little bit longer, but while he's even though he's still not there, we still have to respect him. Why? Because I respect your position. 
I respect your position. I respect the man that you are. No, I do, may not agree with everything that you do, but I respect your position um, mm -hmm. you know, that uh, God has you in. And so uh, I want to go ahead and jump here as well. And I want you to chime in. Uh, every woman needs real intimacy from her husband, not just sexual. Mm -hmm. Not just sexual. Every mm -hmm. woman needs real intimacy, that closeness. Yes. <clears throat> to feel close with her husband, where he lets you into places where he lets nobody else in, yes. where you really become best friends. Yeah. Right. And so, why is this important? And 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 it, it can be lacking, you know, and, and you may not be there right away when you first get married. It may take you a while to get there, but this is very important for you to have mm -hmm. that closeness, even outside of intimacy with your yeah. husband. You should not be only getting close when it's time to mm -hmm. have sex. We got adults on this live. That should not be the only time that we uh, are getting close. And so why is this important? I'll let you chime in on that. And did you did you guys ever ever struggle in that area? Um I I don't I don't think we did. Um Flanagan, I will say we we have definitely been friends. Like like that's yeah. that's that's my homeboy. That's 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 definitely my best friend for real, for real. And sometimes he can be too real. I'm like, hey, just be say that a little nicer. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so that's, that's definitely my friend. And I appreciate and I love him so much for that. But I feel like that intimacy, um, not just sexual intimacy, but but what I consider and how I classified it was mental intimacy is important because I feel like it's one of the strands or one of the strings that holds the marriage together. Yeah. So and even how and how I classified that and how I put that together is that it takes a special kind of woman or even a special kind of man. See, anybody can make love to your body. Anybody can 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 grab oh. your body and do whatever to it. But it takes a special kind of woman and it takes a special kind of man to make love to your mind. It takes a special kind of uh, uh, a woman to make love to your mind. So I feel yeah. like it, it's like it, intimacy is like a different kind of vibe. You know what I mean? He yeah. can vibe yeah. with, with, with his homeboys. He can vibe with his members. He can, he can vibe with his in-laws or whatever. But it's a different kind of vibe when it comes down to me and him. And I'm going to say this last thing I'm going to be done is that it's, 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 it's like going to the restaurant. See, we, we love to rooftop hop. That's that's our favorite pastime. We just find different rooftops to hop around and just enjoy each other's company. And throughout those rooftops, he comes across um, many servers. It's a lot of servers that come and serve him. They come and serve him food. Now, even though he, we've been to some of the finest restaurants, been to some of the lowest class restaurants, for the lack of a better term, but at the end of the day, not one sister can outserve me. Come on, now, one sister can serve Flanagan better than I can. Why? Because that's a different kind of intimacy. I don't care yeah. if you had the finest china. I don't care how much the china costs. I don't care if you if the food was better than the food that I made for him. It's a different kind of intimacy when I make his plate. It's a different kind of love. Come on, when I iron his clothes. It's, it, it's just a different type of in intimacy. And I think that's what keeps the marriage alive. And that's what keeps you classified from the rest. Come on, he got one wife and one wife that can take care of him better than anybody else. Just one. <laughs> just one. Just one. So so that's, that's why I feel one. like it's important. It's it's it's, it's yeah. important for sure. For it's sure. definitely important. Um and 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 sometimes as women, we have to be willing um to show them how we want to be loved. Oh, absolutely. We have to be willing to show them, you know, um how what, 
what does it for us, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, until that, of course, I'm speaking of in the beginning stages, and some people may be in the middle, you know, or and that's okay, have, and that's all right, yes, you know. But you have to be willing to communicate that and show yes. them uh, how you want to love, be loved, because yes. their expression of love may not be the way that you want to be loved, and that's where right. uh, I'm sure most of you all have heard of the different love languages, mm -hmm. uh, and we. We did like this marriage seminar and we actually did like a quiz where you took a quiz to see what were your top uh, love languages, you know, and, and sometimes yeah. you don't know that quiz is good to take so that you can know yeah. and they can know so they can know mm -hmm. how to love you, you know, so they yeah. they're not loving you how they love, you know, the, the last person that they were with or what they're used to, you know, but so right. that they can love you because <clears throat> you want to be loved the way that you will receive right. you the way that it, it means more to you. And I know one of the love languages is physical touch and words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's several different ones. I can't remember all of yeah. them. I think it's definitely, it's a whole book on it, but it's definitely yeah. uh, something that we have to be willing to show them and tell them Absolutely. how to be loved. Absolutely, Absolutely. Something and we haven't put out uh, what our expectations are. Right. Right. You know, and, and sometimes we're expecting some things and we don't even know what we're expecting ourselves. You, you, know, you know, some women are probably don't even know what they want, you know, how they want to be loved. And that's why they have assessment tools out so that you can get that and you can see how you really want to be loved, you know, so Absolutely. that you that uh, the best way. And so I want to jump into the last point because we've been on for an hour already. Are you all enjoying this out there? Go ahead and say it. Are you all enjoying this conversation? Oh, you all can submit any questions that you may have, uh, but I want to go ahead and jump into the last uh, point um, because I don't want to belabor the time. Uh, but every woman needs to know that she takes priority. Yes, absolutely. After God. <clears throat> but every woman needs to know that she takes priority in your life, that her happiness is a priority for you. Yes. Spending time is a priority for you. I want to ask you, have you all ever struggled in that area or what advice would you offer to someone uh, that may be struggling uh, in that area? So for me, it was, <laughs> check this out, y'all. We create situations in our heads that's not even there. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be we real could. honest. So, so what so what happened with me was was that my husband he had a daughter prior to our marriage um our, our 13 year old our eighth grader right now shout out to my baby mary she started school today y'all we crazy but so with that i automatically assumed in my head like well that the situation gonna come first and i'm gonna have all this baby mama drama and i ain't got time for you know i'm, I'm just I'm, i was just there and i created that in my own head and because I created that own problem in my head, it drove a wedge. Not knowing, sis, wake up. He's putting you first. And everything that he's doing and everything that he's saying, he's putting you first. So the first thing I would say is make sure that you're not creating uh, a problem in your head and make sure that it's, that, it's, that it's there. But if you know for a fact that it's not there, what I, what I would do in situations like that is still make him a priority. That way, when he sees what, what he's been given and things of that nature, then he will reciprocate that. He'll return that. Because I remember one time 
environment in um in our marriage where um he he was just tired and he was he just didn't want to be bothered with nothing to know he was going through a serious depression so much so that i would write scriptures yeah. on the wall here tear him down i'll put oil on him he'll wipe it off i'll cook him dinner bro man wouldn't even eat it he would leave and i knew he was starving wow. he would just leave that place but it was just a battle within himself but when he knew that i wasn't letting up when he knew that he was still number one in my life that's yeah. when he was able to to open up so i would say just keep doing what you're supposed to do keep keep submitting like you're supposed to because at the end of the day it's it's, it's got to happen because you got to remember y'all your, your honor is to god that's your yeah. god gave you that assignment and that's and i ain't saying it's gonna be easy let's be real it is not gonna be you gonna cry you come on you you gonna have some tears and yeah. some weary days but let's be real but i promise you at the end of the day y'all it's, it's it's gonna work out it's gonna work out in in the way that you want it to yeah yeah that's good um because that that is so true even as you said um how we can have we can create these scenarios in our mm -hmm. mind Mm -hmm. We don't really get an understanding or really know how to communicate and get an yes. understanding of why things are the way or why he mm -hmm. does certain things. You know, we can create these scenarios in our mind. Um, and, yeah. and I like what you said when you said that still make him a priority because guess marriage, it's not going to work if it's a tit for tat. If you say, because he's not putting me first, then I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to spend all my time doing something else and, and I'm not going to put him first. I'm not going to cook. Right. I'm not going to clean. Yeah, I'm going to go sex. Oh, because yep. it's been done. We, right. we do it. You know, you, yep. you, you try to withhold sex and you withhold things to try and, uh, you know, strong arm them or to get them to do something. And it's like, no, you, you're doing nothing but putting a greater wedge yeah, between, yeah. Two, you're doing nothing but creating a wedge or leaving more place for the enemy to seek yes. and to, to try and destroy the marriage. You know, so I like what you said. It really goes back to the beginning from yes. when we started talking is that even if you feel like he's not doing everything right because he's mm -hmm. not. And guess yeah. what? You aren't either. Nope, I'm not. Not Everybody, I'm not. I'm not doing everything uh -uh. right. No, you know, we can't sit here and expect and think that he's going to do everything right. Mm -hmm. You know, so even as I said, even in that, yes, we do want to feel like we are the priority. We should be, yes. you know, aside yes. from God, state your case. You yes. know, let them know how you feel. You know, and maybe yes. you all can have some dialogue and talk about it. And in some of these instances, maybe you may need counseling. Yes, not against a supporter of counseling, too. some godly counseling. You know, maybe you need that, you know, but, sure. but even if he is not, that doesn't negate your duties as a wife. It uh, doesn't. You yeah. can't use that as an excuse to not do what you're supposed to do as a wife, because. Sometimes they need just a little help to shift focus, you know, and sometimes that therapy, it may help, you know, and, and even beyond that, pray, pray for him. For sure. Pray for your husband. Pray for your. When was the last time that you all sat down together and really prayed for your marriage? Mm -hmm. When was the last time you did that? I, I can be, you know, transparent in this moment. When we first got married, my husband was already a pastor. You know, he was already a pastor, a traveling evangelist, you know, speaking everywhere, uh, just really busy. And we started having babies right after we got married. Mm 
Mm. So, and we had our first child. Um, I had already had a son and I also had uh, my nephew, um, you know, and so I kind of already knew what it was like to, you know, raise a child. I was on my own, you know, and so uh, once we had got married and uh, we had the baby, you know, another child and, you know, life didn't stop because I right. had life didn't stop yeah. because we got yeah. married. You know, we think that life stops, you know, but but they they also uh, when they're new to it and sometimes even when they're not don't really know how to prioritize it. Yeah. You know? And you you got to remind them sometimes, you know, and yeah. I had to be and, and not as a nag, not as a nag, a good friend. That part. Yeah. You don't want to keep nagging them because once right. you keep doing that, he, he never going to want to spend time. Right. Uh, and when you withhold things, he never going to want to spend time. So that's not right. the way to go. That's not the way to do it. You need to commit it to prayer and you still need to continue to be the wife, even if you feel like he is not. Yeah. And, and get and get creative. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And get creative. Go get you a few numbers. Get out yeah. your comfort zone. Come on. You get said get your numbers. Get you, get some you a few numbers. A few lingerie and, and oh, you know, girl, I, I, I just did, no, I'm, I, I, I'm sorry. That's my nickname for him. I'm going to give me. I'm going to put on a number right fast, baby. Yes, <laughs> yes, do that. Get you I'm some sorry, that was my talk. <laughs> She said, "Wait, don't do that." Don't get no numbers on like uh-uh, don't do that. No, that's that's what I call them. But no, get, yeah. get creative. You don't you yeah. do because here's here's what we forget too, and, and I'm gonna stop talking. Here's what we forget too is that as you grow and you plan on being with that person forever, they're gonna grow. So the man that I married nine years ago is not the man that I have now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to keep that. So as he grow, I have to grow. Yeah. As he get creative, I have to be more creative. Yes. So we, we just yeah. gotta keep that in mind. Yeah. So yeah. Not, not physical numbers, but get you some. <laughs> Don't talk to Victoria. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You said something so key. He has to grow, like just like you have to grow. Absolutely. And so he may not be where you want him to be yet, yeah. but he's still growing. You're both still evolving, you know, so don't give up on him. Keep praying, you know, and, yeah. and even as we said before, he's going to make some bad decisions. Keep praying, keep believing in him. Don't throw it in his face. You know, yeah. you, you'll have to submit that is still, you're, you're respecting his position. You know, you're respecting who he is in your life, even though you may not agree with everything that he has done. Keep yeah praying, keep praying and keep believing yeah. and trusting God, you know, and, and I would even like to say this, that submission seems more of like a heart issue than anything. When you really look at it, it's not even really about your husband. I mean, good. the actions and the things, but it's really a heart thing. Mm -hmm. Because if you're really trusting and believing God, can you trust that God will 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 intervene and will step yeah. in and make things right. Do you trust God? So I think yeah. it really speaks to your heart and it really speaks to your faith in who God is. Mm -hmm. You may not agree with his decisions, but I I I agree with God and I yes. know who God is. You know, mm -hmm. and I know that God is leading us and and we're going to make some bad choices. Absolutely. 
Trust the God in him. It really goes to a heart issue. And some of you have been wronged so much in your marriage and you're still holding on to that wrong. Oh, help somebody. You're yeah, still holding somebody. on to it in your heart. Help someone. Yes. Now, let's just be honest. Maybe he cheated on you. Yes. Maybe you all have been evicted. Maybe he hasn't been good over money, yes. you know, and, and, and has swindled some things. Yes. You know, I don't know what your story is, but I know that it, it's not perfect and none of ours mm -hmm. is. You know, you I may not know yours to the fullest and you don't know mine. But even in that, love keeps no record of wrong. Not, not a piece. Love, that's what the scripture says. Love keeps no record of wrong. And some of you, the reason you can't submit is because you need to first forgive. Wow. You need to forgive and you need to allow that healing to take place in your heart because you feel like you've been wronged in so many areas and you've been disregarded. You know, whatever the case, whatever you're going through, you serve a God that can do the impossible. Yeah. God can do the impossible. You may feel like your husband, that situation is impossible. Give it over to God. What you've been doing, it hasn't been working. Try it God's way. Stop nagging. Give it over to God. Submit yep. to your husband. Respect him. Yeah. You know, maybe he, he he may not be able to keep a job. You still want to read. You still want him to come into that house and make him mm. feel like he's king. If he's respected nowhere else, you want him to be respected in his own, in his home. Absolutely. He needs to know. He needs to see and hear that you respect him. And I would even venture to say this. If you are not submitting to your husband, you cannot tell me that you are submitted to God. Ah, come on. That's right. You may not agree, but that's the design of God. That's the man that you decided to marry. Yeah. So now that you're there, you need to submit to you. Unless he's telling you to do some things that's out of the will and the line of God, that's against God's word. I'm not saying submit to that. I'm not saying even as I gave the, the disclaimer at the beginning to submit to abuse or anything. I'm not saying that. But he may not be all the way where you want him to be. You yeah. still need to respect and honor your husband. You still need to respect and honor him. And sometimes we need to change our perspective, the way that we see things. We, yeah. our vision can be so distorted. And so I pray that, you know, I know this is, is a podcast. I'm not going to pray, but I'm just saying that I, I'm believing that God would even in that, even if he's not changed yet, because God can't change him. And if you're married to an unsaved man, God can't save him. Absolutely. You know, but you have to do what you need to do as a wife. Continue to honor your husband. And I want to challenge you all, even as we're getting ready to end, I want to challenge you all to don't even nag the next seven days. Don't nag. Don't say nothing. Sometimes you can be in the way for what God needs to do because you're trying to handle it. You're trying to change them. You're nagging and you're in the way all the time. Step yeah. out of the way. Mm. Submit to your husband. Pray for him. Push him. Respect him. Honor him. 
and watch God turn things around. Give it over to God. I challenge you the next seven days, do this. The next seven days, do not nag. Be silent. Yes. As it as as it relates to nagging and complaining and the negative. You don't have anything positive to say, then don't say it at all. Don't say it at all. If you don't have anything positive to say, I challenge you the next seven days, pray for your husband every single day for the next seven days. Don't nag. Don't say anything negative. Mm -hmm. Build them up. Pray for your marriage. Try it that way. Try it that way. You know, because we 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 can do things and, and keep trying the same thing over and over again. And it's not working, sis. It's not working. And, and I always say, and I use prayer has prayer saved my marriage. Prayer yeah. is where my marriage is built off of. And I'm I'm doing something here soon when it says a wise woman builds her house. Well, what are you building it up with, sis? And and one of one of my main thing is is prayer. And that's what has gotten us through. That's what continues to get us through. I always tell uh, wives that your husband can only be as much as you pray to him to be. But and then here's the here's the key, too, is that you have to pray uh, according to God's desire and not your desire. What we're doing. Oh, Holy Spirit. Thank you. What we're doing is that we are P.R.E.Y. on our husband. Instead of praying for our husband, we got a lot. So that's why marriage. That's come on. That's why you are not seeing any re, any results yeah. because what you're doing is that you're going to tell God on your husband instead of going to your on your husband's behalf and interceding yeah. for him. I don't go to God saying, "God, get Flanagan. He did this. He did that." No, I said, "God, I thank you for my husband. I thank you that he's the head and not the tail. Yeah. I thank you that he's blessed in the city and blessed in the field. I thank you that he's blessed going out and coming in. I thank you, oh God, that mm-hmm. he will increase." and statue favor and anointing. Yes. I thank you, oh God, that he will have wisdom like Solomon. I thank you for making him a man after your own heart like David. And before I knew it, every and, I, and, and one of my favorite prayers is Psalms 1. Help him not to stand in the way of sinners, <laughs> nor sit in Come the way of the scornful. In it. his delight. Come on. Will he meditate mm-hmm. in your word day yeah. and night? And then mm-hmm. God, I pray, God, that when his heart is overwhelmed, because he, he a black man. Come on in America. So on. when his heart is overwhelmed, lead him to a rock that's higher than he is. Come on, God. Yes. And so let him yes. increase in statue, favor, and anointing. So what I'm doing yes. is I'm putting the word on him instead of my word because yep. I've already learned my word don't work. Ooh, I'm about to turn this house up. My word working. don't work. So I put God's word on him. And before I know it, y'all, he's everything that I needed him to be and more. Yes. We got to stop P-R-E-Y on our husbands and start praying for our husbands. But here's the key, not to our desire, but to God's desire. Yes. And watch he be way better and, and he will be more more than what yes. you expected him to be. Come on, I listen. I know what prayer can do, especially when it comes I know what prayer can do. Listen, I know. I know what prayer can do. I've seen it for myself. I've seen yes, it in other people's marriages when they yes. didn't know what else to do. God, thank you. Yes. Yeah, didn't yes. know what else to do. Did it their way for so long, and and yes. rightfully so. They had things to, to be upset about. But guess what? Yeah, you, you decided to marry that man. You're there. Listen. You need to forgive, move listen. on. And and trust and, God. And trust the moment you forgave him, yes, trust yes, that God is going to handle it. 
But go ahead. No, I, I know we're going out of time, and I, we could go on and on that's about this good. subject. But that's I just feel like the moment, the moment you, yeah. the moment you decide to stay yeah. and and forgive is the moment you give up the right to bring it back up again. So yeah. you said that, like you said, love keeps no record of wrong. No record so you forgave wrong. him, sis. You gotta now, now forgive, forgive in your heart. And then yeah. here's the thing: you have to let go of the bitterness that's attached to the betrayal. Yes, he betrayed you. Yes, he did X, Y, and Z. But you have to let it go. That's the only yeah. way you guys can move on and that's the only way this marriage can succeed yeah. we gotta yeah. we gotta let it go we gotta move that's on good. And, that's and, good. and forgive like you yeah. said but i'm done sis i'm done because for guess you. what you decided to stay you decided to stay decision. you decided to stay yes and since you're there you need to forgive move on don't hold hold on to the bitterness yes don't hold on you need to let it go from your heart you decided yes. to and you are there. Yeah, and I'm going to say you made a good decision because God honors marriage. Absolutely. That's Certainly he does. That's what he can make it right. Mm -hmm. He can yep. make it right. You can't, you can't change them, but God mm -hmm. can. And Absolutely. so you need to make sure that you pray. So who's going to be in on that challenge? We are, we are done. This yes. Part two coming up, coming up in two weeks. And the title of that, it's still going to be, are you really wife material? But we're going to talk about a helpmate versus a hindermate. That's good. It's going to be good. So I want you all to type, I'm in, I'm in. All my married couples, I want you all to type, I'm in, I'm, I'm in. in. If, you are a, uh, if you are engaged, I was going to say, even if you are a fiance, that too. Uh, <laughs> I want you to type, I'm in, I'm in. If you're in on the challenge and you want to see your marriage better, I want you to type, I'm in. And what you're doing for the yes. next seven days is you're not saying anything negative. You are getting out of God's way. You are building yes. your husband up and mm -hmm. you are praying every day for the next seven days. I even want you to pray with your husband. Pray with your husband. And this was a sacrifice, you know, because I get up so early. So I wake my husband up and we pray before I leave out of the house every morning. <laughs> every morning we pray together. Yes, I love it. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And we're going to check awesome. in with you all uh, on the next one to see how uh, everything is going with that. But yes, keep keep going, keep going. Thank you all so much. I love it. Yes. So that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much, lady, for being my special Thank you guest. for having me. I thank you for your wisdom. I thank you for your knowledge and even your anointing that has been thank on you. this live. Thank you so much. Thank and you thank so God much. Bless you and your marriage. Thank you all Thank so you. Much for joining us. I want you to go ahead and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. If you aren't already, I want you to go ahead and do that. And then also I want you to visit my website because I have um, the section where you can go on there and you can uh, submit your topics, your hot topics of discussion that you want me to talk about. And then you can nominate a woman for us to uh, highlight in our, she did that segment. And we also have some merch. Ain't that what y'all call it? We got some products. <laughs> and we almost sold out of everything. And I just released like the stuff that's on the website uh, maybe like four days ago. So thank you all so much for your support. But I want you to go in now and we have t-shirts, we have tumblers. I want you to go on now uh, and subscribe and then also order you something as well. So you can represent for the All That I Am podcast and you can stay up to date with our and advertisement opportunities. But until next 
time. We will see you in two weeks. And remember, there is a blessing in submission. We will see you in two weeks. Peace.